Welcome to Ghetto Blaster Magazine's Best Song Ever Podcast. My name is Brian LeBen, and alongside me as always is my dear, dear cousin, Luke LeBen. How you doing today, Luke? I'm wonderful. Um, although I, I do have a bit of egg on my face because... Uh, I don't see it. Well, I just um, was thinking about the fact that I went so hard on the 420 angle of our last episode. Yeah. And guess what was the next day? 421. Record store day. Oh. <laughs> and I'm like. That's true. I'm over here like, a doob, 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 smoke weed every day. And then there's literally a music holiday the next day. So uh, I'm dumb. Missed it this uh, year. It's just proof that Reefer Madness exists. Yep. I mean, it, it, you were it, overtaken with I Reefer was. Madness. You, you just went crazy and you totally overlooked a musical themed thing that happened. That we could have talked about, yeah. But you were so one-minded and focused on that reefer. I I feel like that happens every year with Record Store Day that I miss it, and I'm like, oh, that would have been fun. I just say like because I follow Run the Jewels, I saw a bunch of like records of Run the Jewels being tweeted, and I was like, why is everyone tweeting about their vinyls? Oh, it's Record Store Day. I'm okay with missing Record Store Day. You buy records uh, on a I semi-regular basis. I haven't basis. really in a while. Yeah, I I do as well, and I think like, I think that we are supporting the the industry, uh, in that way. And Record Store Day is just a bunch of like kind posers. of n- not necessarily posers, but like gimmicky releases and stuff. Um, like the Flaming Lips just put out uh, a single in conjunction with dogfish head brewery which like the vinyl has beer uh-huh, cross in it. promotion and it's just like <laughs> someone spilled know. beer in the vinyl sleeve so when you open it up it's just super wet and spills out although one thing that happened i think it was like last year or two years ago on record store day that made me very excited but i never looked into this was they release re-released the space jam soundtrack what? on vinyl on record Come store on day uh, I wish I would have uh, looked into that, but I did not. Well, there's no way around it. I'm a dunce, and you're a dunce mm-hmm. for going along with it. We're a couple of dunces. That's true. <laughs> All right, should we get started? Yeah, I think so. Uh, do you want to go ahead and maybe, I don't know, explain what we are, what this show is, what's our mantra, what's our purpose where are we in this world um like what do we exist for these are the questions that people want to know they're turning it into this show they're they're turning it in they're turning into it they're turning their their radio dials to catch us on the oh i like the pirate airwaves people are turning into it like they just make a turn on the street corner and and then there's some headphones there they're just pop into their heads and they're like what what is this that'd be cool yeah so um yeah this is of course best song ever a comedy slash music slash competition show where Brian and I compete for musical supremacy. We each pick four songs in secret and then debut them for each other. You might hear me say, Lordy, Lordy, Barry Gordy, or Brian might say, Papa Likey. And that's our stamp of approval. That means we've got a point and then we'll tally up the points at the end and the loser will face their punishment. So you had an idea for the punishment. What, what you got? So I've got one second. I've got this huge duffel bag full of romaine lettuce. That's a juicy duff. 
and I think whoever loses needs to eat this duffel bag of romaine lettuce straight from Yuma, Arizona. Yeah, what's going on with this again? Uh, apparently, there's a bunch of E. coli in uh. Uh, in romaine lettuce. So if you want E. coli, uh, or I mean, I view it as like going well, on I mean, the lettuce diet, which whatever you lose some weight, maybe you die. That's better than like the old analog E. coli. Now that update it to the electronic e coli that's so true <laughs> regular coli or like i don't know like mailing list coli yeah not right cool. e like, coli so much quicker so much faster easier to yeah, access all around sure. wonderful but it's also probably mining your data ah uh, um i had a uh idea which was since and this could come back if we don't have a punishment for another week since both our birthdays are in may your birthday canceled if you lose whoa no birthday for you i that is a harsh punishment i feel like we should do that closer to our birthdays yeah. because i think there's an episode that will fall well actually it but, can't fall in between because then mine would already happen so it has to be the episode before my birthday right but do you know what happens when you miss your birthday what you get stuck in a time loop so that's not good for oh, anyone no like groundhog like day, day. Or the much less popular reference, but where my mind weirdly goes first every time, is 25 Christmases (laughs) starring Brink from Brink, the kid who played Brink. Brink. uh, You said Brink so many times, and I'm going to be honest with you, I have no idea what the fuck you're Uh, talking about. Brink was a... You never saw Brink? Oh, classic. Hell no, I've It was a Disney Channel original movie about, like, skating on the Brink, you Uh. know? And, um, yeah, it was the, it was the guy who was Brink from Brink and he, <laughs> I think this was also a Disney channel movie where he, uh, every day's Christmas and I don't know, he has to learn to appreciate Santa or something. <laughs> I don't know how any of those movies end. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah. Um, well that would suck. Groundhog day has always been like a terrifying premise for me. How does he break out of it? He learns to love puxatani phil or something no he um becomes a better person and makes andy mcdowell love him or something oh, okay i don't know and um, even more bonkers what is family man with nicholas cage where he's mm. a businessman with no time for family and then he wakes up and he's like oh i'm married i thought he was a weatherman <laughs> no that's in the weatherman oh <laughs> whoops uh, <laughs> all those nicholas cage movies so confusing together. Um, but no, I like yeah. your romaine lettuce idea. Let's go with All that. Right, so it's topical. We might die. Uh, but you got to do it. Yeah. You got to die sometimes. You got to die. And For our art, that's how dedicated we are to our this, craft. This is our craft. This is our art. This is us. <laughs> Sterling K. Brown. All right. Well, I'll get us started. This, uh, my first song comes from a founding member of of a legendary band dinosaur jr oh and this is lou barlow yeah. oh, you familiar cool. with this dude i am uh, i didn't realize he had new music coming out that's, yeah that's fun he really just uh did this uh seven inch uh he said that it was a way to battle back against a difficult winter recording under the threat of snow days and children at home (laughs) uh family emergencies jury duty and the cloud of uncertainty that seems to be hanging over everything right now so he uh just got a couple people uh musicians in the town they lives and put together a couple songs 
He also uh, recently broke his collarbone. And uh, so the album cover for this song is him in like, it's like a weird, I thought he was in a straight jacket, but it's like a hospital gown tangled up with like his sweater. Mm. Um, it's very interesting. But this song is great. Um, I, I didn't even know, I listened to some of his last album and I didn't even realize he was a founding member of Dinosaur Jr. Mm, yeah. Um, a lot of his solo stuff tends to be like acoustic driven. Is that right? Yeah, but this song rocks pretty hard. Yeah, Whoa. the last one was kind of folky, um, but this one is a bright driving rock tune, and uh, it's it's kind of a prayer to love, and clearly influenced, like he said, the uncertainty of everything right now. Clearly influenced by a lot of political stuff and seeing these people make these destructive harmful decisions and asking love to intervene and show them the way so we'll talk about more after here's lou barlow with love intervene
Luke, you know me. I do. Uh, you've known me your whole life. All too well. Uh, I'm always up for a nice, driving, catchy rock song. And that was great. I, I really enjoyed it. And um, had some nice little synth parts in there. The yeah. bridge was weird, which I appreciated. Like, it just went down to the, the like kind right. of weird drum uh if if it was even a drum it could have just been a drumstick hitting any random piece of anything a clicky yeah it was a clicky and um yeah i liked it it was cool it was a good, it was a good song that guy knows how to write songs he's yeah. been doing it for a very long time and yeah that shows off that and the uh the production in, is pretty simple like he just mm-hmm. assembled a band of uh you know people living where he was and uh he uh just kind of threw it together he did a video for this in iMovie and um it's very funny it's just simple green screen but um yeah it's it's fairly simple but I really listening to it um multiple times I love because he's very you know kind of uh reserved and monotone with his singing at first and then when he he just busts into like those higher registers and really drives the point home uh like right at the right parts and the lyrics are great i love the uh love intervene please show them the way the path of extremes is the path to decay and that's the thing i feel like talking about check your perspective Mm. i always going too far to either side going to either extreme is usually not where you want to be you know you want to be in the middle area somewhere for sure yeah going going to the extremes you can lose like the humanity in people and Mm -hmm. and just view them as a topic or a position or um something other than what they are which is a a human being and that's that's on on many sides and that's when you need love to intervene um to because that's Mm -hmm. the love is gone from that like you're saying you don't feel the love that you have for your fellow human and that's when you wonder where is the love much like the black eyed peas did you know and that's what i'm saying is let's listen to that song (laughs) all right i got it right here um (laughs) no we'll we might save that for after the show yeah i'm cool Um, with that we'll have a sing-along yeah uh, a cuzzo sing-along that was my jam of like 2001 it was your jam <laughs> when it came out. Oh, it's my eleven-year-old Luke. Oh, oh it was man. banging that stuff that, all day that, long. That was not a good song. Really, I, we, I we loved got, it. No, I don't. Well, well, we'll I figure. was eleven, so that's true. Um, you know, eleven, you're in in good company. Uh, Stranger Things, eleven. She <laughs> yes. seems to know what's up though, so she probably had her head uh, on straight a bit more than you did at eleven. But well, that takes place in the eighties, so I feel like it had it been modern day, they she would have loved that song. Where's the love? Yeah, she might in real life. Uh, who knows? But what are we talking about? I don't know. But I also want to comment on one more line where he says, "Feeding your tribe don't have to feed the divide," and that's the thing. Like, um, I just because money is usually the driving factor for politicians or mm-hmm. people to make these choices that really don't make any sense. Like he says, the takes the truth from your law. Like they just not logical decisions and it's ridiculous that they even get made sometimes. Yeah. And it's like, you know, to provide for yourself, to have a good life, provide for your family. You don't need 
to go this far and you know greed takes over and it's like you're not you're no longer just providing for yourself you are you know feeding the divide you're absolutely to the problems and it's like why can't people have a more germane dupree view on life you know money ain't a thing that's what they should say we are just going the hits of the early aughts (laughs) on bet i I like it i don't know why why we took that route but i'm okay with it so that was lou barlow with love intervene that's out now as a seven inch um with the song don't like changes on joyful noise are you ready to have uh some girl talk in here yes the dj girl talk you're bringing him in i am yeah well i'm gonna play a song from from girl talk but um i thought it would be fun to say like do you want to have girl talk (laughs) like as if we're girls uh (laughs) no what are you thinking i know we're, we're not um but you know greg gillis right i mean you're familiar with yeah. Girl Talk, a.k.a. Yeah. Greg Gillis, a.k.a. Girl Talk. Yeah. Um, mashup master. I was. I am a huge Girl Talk fan. And I, Shopping. <laughs> makeup. Yeah. That's Girl Talk. Right? Oh, girls. That's all they ever talk about. Periods. <laughs> yep, that's it. That's yep. all they talk about. Uh, yeah, he would mash all those things up <laughs> yeah. and sell it. Oh, gross. <laughs> yeah, that is gross. Um, but no, Girl Talk, he burst on to the music scene and was a mashup master people tried to be as good at mashing up songs as as old gillis but they could not do it take a walk dj earworm with your summer mashups step to greg gillis hell no um yeah he put out some incredible mashup albums and it has been a long time since he's uh made anything like that he has kind of veered off into collaborative producing work and um some of the stuff that he has been making have been really good he was just on the smoke dizza which you've played a song from he he was he produced one of the songs from his most recent album which just came out i believe last week yeah that was on my shouts and i haven't listened to it yet um and also he recently collaborated with eric the architect from flatbush zombies nice and this song just was played on the most recent episode of silicon valley ah is that why you were talking about that before the show yes yeah mm. well you started talking well, i was about talking about silicon and i was valley. like oh they have they had any good music lately <laughs> mm. um and what's also interesting so we've played flatbush zombies on the podcast before true huge fan uh, we've also played Julian Casablancas and the Voids. That is a true fact. And this song features a member of Flatbush Zombies and a sample from Julian Casablancas and the Voids. Whoa. Right? Crazy. Yes. So, I think this fits in with our little beautiful family that we have raising together as two uncles, uh, two cousins. Whatever, whatever we're we kunkles. are. We're cousin uncles. Uh, have you seen my kunkles lately? <laughs> talk about girl talk. Uh, kankles. Um, so <laughs> let's <Kegels>. take a look. <laughs> now we're just doing word association. I like it. You want to hear this song? Yes, okay. please, dear God. All right, let's listen to Girl Talk and Eric the Architect with Trouble in Paradise. Thank you. 
I know we depend on everything disappearing tonight. He rebels in every sense of the words. Send the alert. We sensitive about beginners. We finish winning with words. Oh, we just roll a dice and chuckle in paradise. I know we depend on everything disappearing tonight. Be rebels in every sense of the words. Send the alert. We sensitive about beginners. We finish winning with words. I'm hooked on this kind of vision. Consistent but still conflicting. Meticulous supervision. The system but on the prison. Pollution. We clash a few and improving the mass and movement. I'm using imagine Uber maneuver through license. Louis Day. We can assault. So we can't even evolve. Wonder you're making the call. Next day they bleach in the car. We don't trust someone to fall. How does the cold in the wall? How does the newest guitar? Girl, they gon' change it to call. This will be a safe for the USA. We gon' make mistakes. I don't feel the same way. Crack the case. Feeling black now. 9-5 NY. Crack down. Bullets in your bulletin. They know it's in the background. Feel it in your skin. Melanin. Trip it gold. Questioning your knowledge if you don't know where to go. Streets tell a story. Tell the stories to be told. Little mighty cone. Put the cookie on the stove. Homie, just roll the dice. It's trouble in paradise. I know we depend on everything. Disappearing tonight. Be rebels in every sense of the word. Send the alert. We sensitive about beginners. We finish winning with words. Homie, just roll the dice. It's trouble in paradise. I know we depend on everything. Disappearing tonight. Night, be rebels, every sense of the words, send the alert. We sent it by beginners, we finish winning with words. Oh, we just roll the dice, it's trouble in paradise. I know we depend on everything disappearing the night. Be rebels in every sense of the words, send the alert. We sent it by beginners, we finish winning with words. Oh, we just roll the dice, it's trouble in paradise. I know we depend on everything disappearing the night. Be rebels, every sense of the words, send the alert. We sent it by beginners, we finish winning with words, nigga. Yeah, I'll go ahead and give that a Lordy Lordy Barry Gordy. More like a Shorty Shorty Barry Gordy. Yeah, it's a quick hitter. That was uh, I was expecting like another verse, but yeah, I I loved that verse from uh, Eric the Architect. That was awesome. And now when I knew Mr. Gillis, Girl Talk, he was what we would call a song thief. Where he would take other people's songs. I, w- <laughs> I wouldn't call him a song thief. I'm surprised he's not in music jail right now. Yeah, well, I mean, I think he viewed music as something that has historically been borrowed upon by people over generation and generation and thought that you can take pieces from past um, music and place them together to create something new. Yeah, I I don't know about that. No, I'm just kidding. No, that uh, if we are to uh, believe Kanye's tweets, and I do agree exactly. with what he's saying, yeah. I, I think uh, you, that should be the case. Same thing. Um, but no, obviously loved so many of his uh, classic songs using classic songs and uh, cutting them together. But this is uh, a bit different. Now he's a uh, more standard producer with him uh, rapping over it, but I loved it. And I, um, I'm i excited. Is the whole album going to be like this? or There uh, is not an album as far as I know. I oh, okay. As of right now, this is a one-off. A one-off. Um, but I think... Uh, kind of what you were alluding to as well is that as a uh, girl talk in the past with his albums he's kind of had more of an extreme approach to music a more like in your face very loud yeah and um all over the place and the his production on this song is pretty subdued uh minimal still interesting and dark and kind of industrial uh not what you would necessarily think of when you hear oh girl talk produced this song which uh which was fun i think what he did really well was provide a platform for eric the architect to just really shine 
his verse and the repeated chorus in that song were fantastic and he switched up flow he he, he sounded like a couple different rappers in yeah. one song uh it was it was great uh girl talk has ruined but actually not ruined reverse ruined and made better so many songs for me like where i only think of the girl talk version case in point and it's his number one player part part one from uh feed the animals is uh the ugk international players anthem i Mm -hmm. always just think of the girl talk version and i love it so much do you not like the other version it's not that i don't like it it's just i listen to that one way more and uh there's so many songs like that where it's just i only think of them as the girl talk version i agree with your point but that song to me is a bad example i'm not asking you to agree brian i'm telling you my experience and i'm i'm listening to your experience i i'm but i'm not uh, liking it um (laughs) anyway that song is international players anthem is wonderful song uh one of my top favorite rap songs ever but i know but the um there are a lot of like there's a, a phoenix song that's mashed yeah. up with ludicrous and i always whenever i hear the phoenix version i i sing You're just kind of lu- thinking I, about that part in yeah, there too yeah which is a lot of fun it's so much fun that was girl talk and eric the architect with trouble in paradise which is out now on gt music all right well my next song is a band that i know you're a fan of we actually talked about them last week this is omni Oh yeah, and uh, they just released a seven inch, much like uh, old Lou Barlow. I don't know why I got seven inches. You today. got seven inches all over the place in this <laughs> in this bitch. I went to Subway and uh. I said, "Add an inch to those six, the half half foots. I don't know what you call it. <laughs> I believe they're called six inches. Six inches. There you go." um but this is a seven inch you add that extra inch and um you can play music off of this type of sandwich um and that's pretty cool uh they actually just released the second song from it but i'm gonna play the first song sunset preacher so let's get into it here's omni with sunset preacher
like you that song Good, i thought i'd get you with that one yeah i love this band is great and they show what they do so well in the song it's like several different songs within mm-hmm. one keep switching the structure up and that guitar riff well multiple riffs but that those guitar so riffs many. yeah were so acrobatic i was like who's playing guitar simone biles <gasps> who's that oh jeez <laughs> read a book about sounds familiar the last summer olympics only like the okay. most uh <laughs> dominant woman's gymnastic performer That's... ever in the history of the entire world <laughs> her name's bile like stomach acid biles like i know like multiple <laughs> get it right um yeah i feel like they get they get a groove going in that song and mm-hmm. then they just fuck it up they just break it and uh just unadulterated punk fury at parts which i love they just go crazy um i know we were both fans of their last album yep. multitask and did you play a song on the show from i did yeah um and uh yeah i had kind of forgot about them but i knew i knew i knew the name and it's i was like i should i should check this out and i told you last week this would have fit in good with last week where like because i've been loving that punk that's like got enough weirdness and they Mm -hmm. fuck up the structure enough and it's dissonant at times but then it's still really cool and catchy and driving and you have been listening to a bit of devo recently and i feel like uh they are uh indebted to devo i could see that i didn't even think about that but yeah that's why i'm here i'm here to challenge the way you think and to give really good insight to really good music what can i say after that you said it all sir (laughs) that was omni with sunset preacher and that seven inch with the other song confessional is out now on chunklet industries chunklet (laughs) that says a fun name chunklet yeah it's kind of disgusting it's kind of like piglet but chunk it sounds like like a chunky bracelet no mini chunk from goonies oh a chunklet if chunk ever grew grew up no chunk was grown if chunk ever found the right woman chunk and had a baby had a chunklet yeah it'd be chunklet I was going to say, I said chunky bracelets. Now we're back into girl talk. Fashion. <laughs> Am I right, fellas? Not for us. No. Uh-uh. Fashion <laughs> for us is a no-no. <laughs> um, speaking of girls, I'm going to play a song from, from Lena Dunham. From a girl. Oh, cool. Oh, no. That was a good show, though. It's gone now. Um, but anyway, uh, this is an artist who I have seen songs being posted from um for the past several months and have kind of like slept on a little bit and i finally have really started digging into the stuff she's been putting out and it is fantastic i love it so much uh this is hatchy have you listened to any of hatchy's songs no um have you heard of her no surprised she's not waxahatchee no not waxahatchee just the hatchie part. okay um so this is the solo music project of australian born harriet pillbeam and she, like i said she's been i think she's she only has like three or four singles out but each one has gotten more attention than the last and she's getting a little bit of a buzz around her and dare i say for good reason um, these are great songs. They're indebted to the kind of dream pop, indie pop 
world with some 90s rock and shoegaze influence mixed in there um a little in the vein of like always or Mm, always yeah um and it's like why can't this be pop radio like like this is the these are the songs that i'm like i wish that we played songs like this like i feel like in the in the 90s back in the good old days the alternative rock radio stations were playing good alternative rock good like pop rock and that doesn't exist anymore you're basically like now that's what i call music volume 2018 exactly this would be on now that's what i call music because i do i call this music this is music this is a song in the world of music and i'm gonna play it for you i can't wait some recorded sound give it to me all right this is hatchy with sugar and spice
sugar and spice is right because that was sweet with just a hint of some paprika or something like that. Um, I love paprika in my in my sugar. Yeah, gotta gotta add that paprika. (laughs) Um, No, I liked that a lot. It um, I feel like it does remind me of the always type. Both uh, there's a always song on their first album, the ones who loved you like this very i detect notes of cranberry some strong notes oh, of cranberries absolutely yeah um but yeah i like that a lot but i feel like this somehow feels bigger than the always sound but also kind of hazy like you said there's some elements of the shoegaze and just however she's filtering her vocals made it kind of hazy and dreamy um but still very big sound yeah i like it it's interesting uh dynamic yeah totally agree i think that the like that wall of sound approach that shoegaze does so well yeah is really evident here when you listen to it really loud like it's so huge like it's even even bigger than you think like i i was listening to it on the way here and i had it cranked way up in my car what are some things it's bigger than uh like the stay puffed <laughs> marshmallow man bigger um like Donald Trump's butt. <laughs> nope, not bigger. <laughs> That's you, you. Or I should have said Donald Trump's ego. <laughs> oh man, tell me about it. That would be oh. a feat if you're bigger than that. I know. <laughs> Melania laughing at a funeral. You know. Uh, is that what that picture was from? With like all the, all the Obamas in the bushes. Yeah, Barbara mm-hmm. Bush's funeral. Um, she was smiling next yeah. to Obama. Anyway, why? How did we get on this topic? Um, but yeah, you got to crank. To be it. fair, everyone in that picture was smiling. <laughs> it wasn't just no, 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 her. no, no. I'm talking about a different picture where they're oh. sitting, waiting for the funeral to start. And look it up. Read a book. Maybe she was thinking, "Oh, death. Maybe one day I'll get that sweet release." No, she <laughs> was talking to Barack Obama, and oh. they were both smiling. And people are saying, "I have never seen her smile next to Donald Trump." He was like. Hey, Melania, that, that woman up there's dead. And she was like, <laughs> good one, Barack. That was a really bad Barack. I feel like I've done better Obamas. It was, I would say, a better Barack than it was a Melania. <laughs> because you... <laughs> yeah. I'm Melania! You did not... Uh, she has an accent. And you did not use that at all. Um, speaking of accents, people from Australia have accents. And that's where Hatchie's from. I didn't detect any accent. Uh, not on at that. all. No. And uh, we've talked about this before. Uh, I love hearing accents in songs, but I'm okay not hearing them. Well, and my girlfriend Kyle called Courtney Barnett gimmicky because of her accent. And I'm like, I what? don't think I don't think it's really it's not gimmicky. a thing you're, yeah, I think it's really natural for some people. And some people, it's just, that's just the way their voice is. Yeah. I also had a band from australia one time reply to an email where we talked about their accents and said and we like, love oh mighty kangaroos to you <laughs> no, no. that's not a knife that's no. a knife no bobbies no no they said uh, uh we think your accents are funny that's what they said oh, to me. Yeah. so uh also where they live they don't have accents <laughs> yeah. let me let me tell you I think the Australian accent is one of the best um, we've talked about, if it not the best. But um, so anyway, yes, the uh, song is huge and huge, uh, very huge, and crank it, 
I'm a big proponent of cranking it. Sometimes I'm a proponent of edging. But That's right true. now, I'm telling you, crank it as much as you can over and over again. Just crank this shit. I shall. All right. So that was Hatchy. Consider it cranked. <laughs> that was Hatchy with Sugar and Spice from the Sugar and Spice EP, which is out May 25th on Double Double Whammy Records. It's also in that sweet spot right between our birthdays. That is what Ooh. we call a Primo B-Day present. Speaking of Primo B-Day peas, um... <laughs> yeah? <laughs> no, I've got nothing. <laughs> All right, well, my uh, next song is uh, from a Cleveland duo of brothers named Archie and the Bunkers. It's clever. Funny little name. Wait, like Archie Bunker? Like Archie Bunker. Oh, man. Um, And uh, this would have fit in very well with my Halloween show. About six months too late, boys. Is um, it spooky? It's kind of spooky, and the album cover is like like ghouly slime mm. hands on a keyboard. This is the brother duo of Emmett and Colin O'Connor, and I uh, saw the descriptor here that they play hi-fi organ punk, and I was like, I gots to know what that sounds like. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's it's really an interesting you can basically hear this being guitar punk like guitar driven music but instead they're just organ and drums so it's a very uh interesting style so let's take a listen this is archie and the bunkers with laura This is what I don't ever have. 
that's a lot of organ. Uh, I I liked the uh, interesting take on punk music there. I could hear it being kind of a, a punky uh, song with, as you said, organ swapped out for guitar. It was cool. It was an yeah. interesting sound. Um, not everyone's doing that. I don't know if you know that, but not everyone is is playing organ in their punk music instead of guitar. I dare you to name another. I can't. You can't. It's not being done. And yeah, I, you hear like uh yeah the stooges and influences from like the clash but uh it's interesting hearing it with the organ in place of the guitar and uh i also kind of reminded me of jim carroll at one point who's a punk musician i love if you don't know him their new album songs from the lodge came out last friday 420 i missed it in my shouts and you were succumb you were succumb to reefer madness i was, I was just you were mad up and down and yeah. um but like if if you're a, a band and you're putting on an album and it's not on 420 like what are you doing what are you thinking that is the release date and they got a song right before this on the album called the roaring 20s more like the roaring 420s all right so that was archie in the bunkers with laura from songs from the lodge out now on dirty water records all this talk about archie makes me uh think about the show riverdale have you uh, watched this at all don't even fuck with me brian what do you mean? <laughs> no, it's a serious I have not question. watched Riverdale. Why not? It's a good show. Yeah, yeah. Archie yeah. is in it. Yeah, I know. I still so, okay. I always thought Archie. I always thought of Archie like Marmaduke or like because I knew it was like a comic. Mm-hmm. I never knew it was about like teens in love or whatever the fuck it's about. So that I mean, I I think that originally you're right like back in the day it was not it was like about a idyllic 50s sort of town where people were doofy and stuff but uh, it's Hmm. been changed i think maybe there was another comic that kind of went into this territory like they took the characters and went with it um and then the show has gone uh full-on teen love um with their uh with their take on it it's a great show good uh good murder mystery happening uh it's a weird setting uh you better good, good say tone. something interesting <laughs> pretty soon how is that not interesting it's a good show there's a good murder mystery going on boy i bet if i knew what you were talking about that'd be great oh i thought you were like leading into your song no, no. I, oh. I, I was talking about Archie. It was just All this talk Archie. about Archie. They just had... I was waiting for you to like transition. Nope. And it wasn't was just... going to, man. Okay. Uh, just wanted to talk about Riverdale. They just had a music episode. Uh, or a musical. Oh, a musical. Music. Ep- they had music in an episode. No, they had that's a musical kind of episode where the, the whole thing was... was uh, well, they had songs like and stuff. It was original. great. All right. So my next song comes from... An American dream pop artist. I'm getting dreamy again. Um, this is a little different because she was actually um, making music back in the 80s. This is an authoritative compilation of her output from the mid 80s, which had previously just been on cassette tape. Hmm. And um, they've kind of mined back to this and have digitally remastered um, her work from then. Some of these songs she had written when she was a teenager. Um, the song that we're going to listen to, she 
recorded when she was in her early 20s, like 22. And I think it, it really shows an interesting voice I had never heard of before. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm it is very exciting to me. Um, this comes from Happy Roads. And um, that's actually her name. She changed her name to Happy when she was 16. Oh, that's cool. She had an interesting upbringing. She grew up in a very poor family. She was an outcast at her school. Um, she just didn't fit in at all. And she really dove into um, classical music. Her mm-hmm. father was very much into classical music. She got really into the composition and just tear- like taking apart structures of songs and that kind of thing and her um her mother bought her a guitar um an acoustic guitar which she began playing and she wanted to make music but she didn't want to be a folk artist Hmm. she was really obsessed with queen uh, mainly because of freddie mercury's voice and her voice is very interesting and has a wide range but she didn't feel like any of the music she was hearing at the time was reflective of what she wanted to do until she heard kate bush and I don't know if you've listened to Kate Bush much, but I, I just last year got way into Kate Bush. And I hear why she was so inspired by that, because she's see, she was able to see a woman who kind of was doing the more experimental sounds yeah. in pop and rock, which wasn't really happening at that time. And that really inspired her to start recording. And I'm really happy it did. This is the first song I've ever heard from her. She's been making music for a long time. I love this song so much. And is so this much. from the 80s? Yes, it is. Oh, yeah. God. Yep, yep. It's from, like, I think it's 87. Um, it's not, but I, I don't think it's, again, it's, like, only had been released on cassette tape, so it's mm-hmm. not available widely at all. So it's kind of new in that way. Right. This is its proper release. Yes. Yep. It's a proper re- release, and it's... Um, again, like a collection, she released several albums in the mid '80s to cassette tape, and this is a compilation of of all of those. So, let's listen to the song. I think it's really cool. Takes you on an interesting journey. This is Happy Roads with When the Rain Came Down. See you under the 
Let the rain come down like 
what's his name in Shawshank Redemption. I'm out here shirtless yelling, Lordy, Lordy, Barry Gordy, as yes. the rain falls. Oh, my God. Yeah. That was, I feel like that's not fair. We could just start playing music from the 80s. Oh, yeah. Hey, Brian, I got this. Here's the replacements. I hope that gets a pop likey from you. Not fair, but I'll let it slide. What are you talking about? This is uh, something that is not widely uh, available. Yeah. It's being remastered, re-released into... Uh, yeah. Sure, sure. We, yeah, I'm playing also... Daniel Johnston next time, Um, but... <laughs> you little twerp. <laughs> but there was not a thing about that that I didn't love. I would have been happy with just that drum beat and it was it was <laughs> so interesting yeah. because that really was driving the whole thing and just the melody was so beautiful and obviously I was taken off guard by her voice the first mm-hmm. time and just amazing how one person can produce those two completely different voices. The part that really got me, I forget what the line was that she sang, but it was in the second right towards the end of the second verse. And she just kind of belted in her low voice. And I was mm. like, oh, my God. Yes. Yeah. It was brilliant. Yeah. I absolutely agree. It's one of the – it's a song that, like, I wish I could listen to it on, like, an hour loop of, like, it without any cuts in it. You know? Like, mm. I could just listen. I could exist in that song for a really long time. It It's so wonderful, so beautiful, the environment that she creates. Um it's I, I'm actually reminded of your first song, Love Intervenes, about how um, you know, she found a love for music out of this necessity to escape real life yeah. because she was just beaten down by people around her and had a rough upbringing. And um, I'm so happy that she was able to find something to help heal her and help um, you know, make her her life okay or as okay as it can be, and and um, is she still with us? Wanted to make yes, sure. Yes, oh, yeah, okay. she is. Yep, she's only just when you talk about an artist like retrospectively, and other people are. I always worry that they've passed. So I'm glad she um has an album that came out in 2007. I don't know if it was a, a recent one. I'm very very interested to check out this um compilation that is coming out uh but then also to explore like her music from yeah. the 90s but um yeah i it's it's just a incredible song it's one of the best songs i feel like i've played on the podcast it's it's like will probably grow into one of my top tier songs like, i'd say I, the best so you hear the crap you're usually playing come on <laughs> No, but that was really I'm I really want to listen to some of this old stuff now and dig in cuz I in like thinking about it in the eight, in 87 like you would not hear music like that in 87 mm. did not sound dated in any way. I mean just sounds like it could have come out at any time. I know. That's that's what's cool about or it. future. Yeah. yeah. Like it sound sure I feel like yes i can hear like it, it makes sense that it came out in the 80s however it does not sound like you said it doesn't sound right. dated it also doesn't sound like they remastered this from a cassette uh, recording you know right. like it's so crisp yeah and and great sounding um yeah i hope uh we've hyped you up on this listeners check this out 
as Happy Roads with When the Rain Came Down from Ectophoria, which is out June 29th on Numero Group. Ectophoria, that's what uh, Dan Aykroyd had when he was getting that ghost blow job. Uh. Yeah. Yeah, it was. Yeah, ectoplasm. <laughs> yeah, ectoplasm, euphoria. Yeah. So let's give the folks at home a reminder of the score right now. Two to one for me. I've got two Lordy Lordy Berry Gordies out of you. You've gotten one Papa Likey out of me. And you have but one song left, I believe. I have one more in the chamber after that. The best you can hope for is is a tie. Unless this is a song that I also reached out for, which then you would get an extra point. I don't believe it is. What will happen? Who will win? Who will eat this E. coli infested romaine lettuce at the end of this episode. Stay tuned right now for the next song so you'll find out. All right. Well, uh, my next song comes from the band LL. You're familiar with them. Cool J. Yeah, exactly. Cool. Mama said knock you out. Luke LeBen Cool J. It's me. I'm oh. LL Cool J. Nice. Yeah. I-, I thought it was for Ladies Love Cool James. No. No. It was for Luke LeBen Cool James. <laughs> Okay. Cool. Um, no, but this is E L E L. You wise guy. Um, and this was uh, a husband and wife duo when I knew them. They released the song Forty Watt, which was an amazing song. If you haven't heard Forty Watt, listen to it. it. It's a jam. It was great, and they played Mopop a couple years ago. But um, when I heard this new song, I was still thinking it was the husband and wife, and mm. then found out that actually frontman. Ben Elkins uh, went through a divorce with the namesake of the band. And uh, after that, half the members of the band left. They had mm-hmm. kind of a big band. And um, so he uh, he was going through a rough time. And uh, he says, these are survival songs. They've kept me alive this year. And um, it's surprising that the band shrunk and the sound is still huge he said uh when everything else falls apart you stop being careful with your art you get messy and go out of bounds so mm. he's just going for it you know and i i feel like um i kind of love when music is made out of this necessity you know and that's what i feel like it is for a lot of people it's like you just you just need to create and it's this comforting thing like you were talking about with happy roads wanting to escape the reality and turning to music and it can uh, help get you through some tough times to create. So let's get into this. This is LL with early in the morning. Never come, life it never come, life it 
it never come down to get it flowing Gush, gush, hush, hush I'm getting gushy, I know And luckier though Never see you early in the morning I never see you early in the morning I never see you early in the morning No, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, don't. But I've been looking at you every night and, But I've been looking at you every night and, Yeah, I keep looking at you every night and, I know, I know, I know I'm in love of your letter Better together where there's storm my way Writing you know I'll stay wasn't really my thing that song i um i did enjoy the chorus but the rest of the song i wasn't that into it's uh it's not really uh wasn't hitting the the right buttons for me did it remind you of anyone the chorus especially i'm not sure really reminds me of phoenix a lot i can see Um, that in the chorus yeah and i that's probably the uh, the addition of kind of the I don't know if it was electric guitar, but um, a sound that is like electric guitar uh, kind of gave it more form and more backbone, which I appreciated. The rest of it, I don't know, just kind of went all over the place, in a, and I like that in some songs, but it just didn't work for me there. Well, they did take the Outback approach. No rules, just right. Take away the rules. <sighs> Man, I do like when, when Outback, uh, you know gives them the framework for songs but i understand it um it's and i also kind of think of a comparison of like matt and kim where it's it's very big pop with some interesting like 
like chopped up audio clips and things and I think it's interesting how they that that sound he's making and then his lyrics I was thinking it was kind of chopped his audio but it's actually just the way he sings the lyrics is writing is kind of weird there's a lot of mm-hmm. repeated sounds and did you catch kangaroo in there <laughs> i did yes i i heard kangaroo that was like the only word you can make out in that line yeah um but it goes with the outback theme right um, that's true and you know we've been talking about australia this episode yeah. a little that's bit. that's why i so. was thinking because i said kangaroo when uh yeah we were talking about the australian emails but i'm impressed with the resourcefulness of ben elkins and his uh his cohorts they're just a three-piece now mm. so it does sound that, a very sound big, that yeah. befits 10 men right for sure and i find it i do find it interesting that he kept the same name of the band after he got divorced but i guess he must have uh, won the band name in a, the divorce settlement <laughs> am i right <laughs> i made brian repeat that joke because he said it off like <laughs> it's a pretty good joke all right, so that was LL with Early in the Morning. That is out now. Well, Luke, consi- me. consider this song my victory lap, because we already know I won. I'm pretty sure you're going to give this a Lordy Lordy Barry Gordy, and this is a great song for me just to run around you with my hands raised in the air, fists pumping, saying, I am the winner. You eat the coli lettuce now, Luke. Um, yeah. Man, I don't like lettuce, let alone diseased lettuce. Maybe it'll taste better. Yeah, maybe. You got um, E. coli for flavor. This comes from a band I know you're a fan of. I'm a fan of. We're all fans of them. This is Lord Huron. Nope. Uh, yes, you are. Don't lie. Hey. That's not fair, because I reached out for a song of theirs and never heard back. So I, that doesn't make me a loser. That that means... Cause it was, whoa, 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 no, because it was months ago. What song? The uh, Ancient Names Part 1. This is the song I'm playing. So no, that's, that's <laughs> bullshit, because I did it before you. It doesn't matter. I got it. Okay, we'll let it slide. Well, I, the, a double point for me, then, I believe, for this song... Um, yes, I'm going to play Ancient Names Part 1. Um, have you listened to this whole album yet? I haven't yet, but I, I listened to a little and I need to finish it because I love them. So I have recently been having a hard time listening to whole albums. Um, I've just haven't been able to wrap music my... music ADD. Yes. Yeah. It's been kicking in really strong for me. This is the first album I like sat down and listened to from start to finish in a long time. And I really, 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 like, really enjoyed it. Um, It's got a different feel for them as well, which I think you can tell from some of the previously released songs, like Ancient Names Part 1. It feels a little more psychedelic. Um, It's a little more spacey. It kind of reminds me, um, this song and the different parts of the album remind me of, like, My Morning Jacket, like a kind of a, a re- reincarnation of them yeah um and it's a different sound than their last album which was a little more maybe like hey ho folk poppy than um i'm gonna give my thoughts after okay after the song um so i strange trails well that's the thing is i would say really 
That one wasn't really so much Hey Ho Folk Poppy. That was more the first one. But we'll get into it. We'll get into it. Um, I I enjoyed Strange Trails, which was their 2015 release. But I didn't love it. Um, I felt like some of the songs were repetitive. Um, I, and it covered not a ton of ground. But I feel like... You don't deserve them. I, I, I feel like this, <laughs> this album uh, covers a lot more ground. Very interesting. And it's a great sound all over. Um, Lord Huron is the uh, songwriting project of Michigan-born, currently L.A.-based Ben Schneider. And it's over time morphed into a five-piece band. They released a, a couple of albums, including the, the last one from 2015. And this is their like major label debut album. They were picked up by Republic Records. And... Uh, for a major label debut, they do some really interesting exploration into their sound, I think. It was written over the past two years uh, in Los Angeles, and Schneider was really inspired as he was kind of wandering restlessly through Los Angeles at night. A lot of these are definitely, you can tell, born out of the night. Um, they, they sound, uh, you know, like lit by moonlight if you will and i think this is one of those songs that definitely does um and yeah i i i like it a lot it's uh this song goes right into ancient names part two so it's gonna kind of cut weird when it goes into ancient names part two it's incredible too so i wish i could play the whole thing but that would be like seven and a half minutes long so we'll just listen to part one right now only six minutes long well we've, we've played longer we have so Let's get to it. This is Lord Huron with Ancient Names Part 1.
a obligatory Lord. This is Lord Huron has a new meaning. Lord E. Lordy. Very uh, Gordy. Yeah. Um, giving begrudgingly. I'm angry. I'm I'm very angry. I can tell. I um, I, I was feeling some. Shut your real, mouth. You don't deserve them. I was uh, feeling let me, a lot of negativity, and it, it like threw me off. And then I'm, I'm upset. Well, let's first let's talk about the song. You're steamed. Then, then we'll go into my history with them, and I'll prove why you don't deserve them. Okay. Um, one second. I gotta. I can't grab my pillow real quick. I gotta lay down. All right. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah. Take a nap. Relax over there. So, well, Lonesome Dreams is the one. That was their first album. That one, mm-hmm. to me, is more, as you put it, <laughs> oh, hey, folk, hey, hey, ho, hey, ho, folk, folk poppy. Pop. You're comparing them to the Lumineers, which is a fair comparison. Um, On Strange Trails, they did kind of have that style, but kind of went more the eerie, kind of a Western vibe. And, For you sure. know, there was the whole uh, concept of, of that album and... Uh, similar concept to this one but um now they like you said add in like the psychedelic but i felt like this was it seemed like a natural progression from strange trails like it didn't sound that different to me but i i agree with that um it, yeah it's an expansion more yeah, yeah it's it's which, taking that same style and right. expanding on it and uh i love that bass part obviously that oh yeah just is killer um, but I had a friend of mine recently who's a big fan of theirs say he didn't like the new song and like he likes Strange Trails. And I'm like, that's weird because mm-hmm. it seemed like very similar to me. It does feel very like you're saying lit by moonlight, dark neon lights, which is like the covers, this mm-hmm. like neon symbol. And it feels like a more modern version of the Strange Trails saga. Um, and uh, so how many times have you seen Lord Huron live? Zero. Oh, hmm, interesting. I've seen them three. I'm um, wondering, how many songs have you been able to secure to play on the podcast by Lord Huron? <laughs> you son of a bitch. Well, let me tell you my experience, though, because um, as I've talked about before, and I have to see them twice this summer, so I'm going to talk about it again. My girlfriend's dad is a huge Dave Matthews fan, oh, and we go to the shows every year, and... um. They when we were at the gorge in Washington, Lord Huron was opening, and so I just kind of like half listened. I wasn't really um paying attention. Then they opened for Alt J when I saw them at Royal Oak Music Theater, and they killed it. And I was like, "Holy shit, this band's great!" Like I'd kind of been sleeping on them at the Dave shows, mm-hmm. and um, we should mention real quick that you did use a Dave Matthews Band pickup line to to get kyle to date you which oh you, god no i didn't what did you you, you walked up to her and you're like hey hike up your skirt a little more and show your world to me okay dude well, my first concert ever you're gonna make me go into the dave matthews pass no my first concert ever um was dave matthews band at joe lewis arena and someone spilled beer all over my scarf <laughs> and it smelled like <laughs> beer after that is ruined ah, but scarf. i went with my brother's best friend and these uh, two girls that they were all all three of them were two years older than me and the girls were wearing dresses and we were walking outside like we were walking somewhere to like get food after and a guy walking down the oh, street God. said hike up your skirt a little more to show the world to me to them so yeah, you're not far off. Someone's done it. <laughs> oh, I of, didn't do of it. Of course, oh, so many people have done it. It's a very lazy thing to pull on. That's why I I pulled on it. 
I'm like, I'm lazy. Hey, here's a Dave Matthews pickup line. Hey, don't drink the water. There's blood in the water, baby. Um, but anyway, <laughs> interrupting my Lord Huron tale. Um, no, I, the last time I saw them was at the opening for Beacon Park in Detroit, and they played the Strange Trail songs, all the hits. Mm. They they did put on a great show. So, I'm uh, I'm really upset. I think I'm gonna need to take a week to recover. To simmer down before I can forgive you, and that that's okay. Um, I w- I want to say uh, one more thing about them, which is, uh, I feel like they should also be asking, much like Black Eyed Peas did again, where is the love? Uh, because I feel like they're a totally underrated band. I feel like um, in the indie community they don't view them uh, very favorably, and they think they're a little too mainstream but well, i don't think they're like totally mainstream I, I they fall in this like yeah kind of not quote too cool or not well and that's like the thing. cool enough to really invest in but i think they're actually very interesting a I very good band they may have even had a song on like the twilight uh soundtrack because their first one um was like was kind of mainstream and i still love it like i think it's an amazing album there's some songs that i really mm-hmm. love on it but they did have some mainstream success, but now they're going kind of a weirder direction. But yeah, that's why I'm so upset is because they are a very, I think, a underrated band and they are yeah. very near and dear to my heart. But clearly you have good tastes and at least uh, someone got to play them. Yep. And you got to check the full album out, which just I came really out. Do. Uh, I can't believe I haven't listened to it. Last Friday. All. Yeah. I'm surprised you, uh, you haven't listened to that either. I've been having the same music ADD as you. You got to throw it on. It will cure you at least for 40 minutes or however long the album is. So, uh, again, that was Lord Huron with Ancient Names Part 1 from Vide Noir, which is out now on Republic Records. Well, give me me that juicy duff full of lettuce. I won. That means you got to eat it. It's not bad. Cool. Romaine, you like you like romaine. You're eating hearts of it. I hate all lettuce, actually. Um, you hate all yeah. Lettuce. lettuce is the most pointless thing, and some of it doesn't even isn't even good for you, like iceberg, which is what's on a lot of shit. It, it's got like no nutrients, and it tastes mm-hmm. like nothing. How do you feel about spinach? Spinach is good. Okay, is I, that, I condone spinach. You uh, do you like salad? Yeah, so, I mean, it depends on what's in it, but yeah. Does it have to be a spinach salad? I, I'd prefer it, mm. please. Yeah, I kind of do too, but you romaine mix, is you, fine. If you get some romaine and mix it up with a little bit of iceberg, I'll I'll let it slide. You as like long s- as it's not primarily iceberg. You like spring mix? Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. That's cool. That's, That's cool. basically spinach. This is salad talk. <laughs> it's a great way to end the show. <laughs> Just talk about which lettuces we're okay with. <laughs> Well, let us end the show. Let us indeed. Before we go, we want to talk about the music we're excited for coming out this week in Shouts. You want to start? Mix it up. All right. Yeah, I do. You've taken everything else from me. I would love to start because there's only one album that matters this Friday, April 27th, today. I've probably listened to it so many times already. Janelle Monae, Dirty Computer. It's all that matters, people. Listen to it. 
Have you not been listening to the singles, everyone? What are you doing? They're yeah. so good. Tessa Thompson's in the videos. I, I didn't know that. That's cool. She's, I should watch the videos. Awesome. That's great. Grimes is on that song. Oh, that I love that song. That's on um, Pink. It's so good. Actually, I was watching Westworld last night. The new. I uh, haven't first, watched it. Oh, yet. it is good stuff. I believe. But um, Tessa Thompson's on that, and I was like, oh, she's in the Saint Vincent videos. I mean, Janelle Monae videos. But then it just made sense to me. I accidentally called her Saint Vincent. I feel like they're they're similar creative mm. forces. But, um, yeah, that is probably going to be the best album of the year, if not one of them. And uh, she just announced tour dates, so check those out. I am going to go to the Detroit show. Oh, me too. So for excited. Sure. Um, but that is, while that is all that matters, I'm yes. going to give a few more shouts sure. over okay, here because I got some. So shouts to Ockerville River in the Rainbow Rain. I played a song from that on the pod. It's going to be great. And uh, shouts to Spielberg's. They um, have their debut EP, Distant Star. That's a rocker, a rager. And, oh, this one I just listened to today. It's on first listen, uh, Half Wave, Lavender. Mm. You heard that yet? I have not. I've heard a couple songs. I'm interested. And uh, Speedy Ortiz, Twerp Force, Sadie Dupuis. That's that's a good album. That rocks. And Dr. Dog, Critical Equation. Um, Hopefully I'm here next week if... If the Lord here on Rage doesn't overtake me, the Lettucey coli might. I think they're going to cancel each other out and you're going to come out just fine. Yeah. If maybe. not, hey, I'll pick eight songs and it'll be really good. <laughs> while while I let my um, heart simmer down and the coli run through my veins, why don't you head over to GetAblasterMagazine.com and check out all the great content constantly coming out over there. And, you know, go ahead and uh, write us a review on iTunes and subscribe. Tell everybody you know who you think would be uh, interested in our show. And thanks to our buddy Aaron Quillen for the use of Pond Fight from the band Congress. That is our theme song. You can find us on all your social media platforms at Best Song Ever Pod. For Ghetto Blaster Magazine, I'm Luke Leved saying, hmm, you better check your perspective. And I'm Brian LeBen reminding you, don't let the bastards grind you down. This is the best song ever. Mm-hmm.